When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the driver's seat, wherever you're listening around the country. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. And I, I, as I'm looking through the uh, the cameras into yep. the uh, the GC studios, boys, yep. I'm seeing what I could only describe as... Two old beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. <laughs> you, you can hear the packaging. I am nothing if not a man of my word, listeners and Nims Azor, Stephen Johnson... The cameras are on, so this is being played and displayed for everyone and sundry. It is. Your first Big Mac for the Saturday win of Not a Mustang. And your second Big Mac for the no-win Mustang. <laughs> well. So, two, two Big Macs, mate, right there. I am a man of my word. Well Thank done. Thank you, mate. Well done. That's what you call. That is what you call. To all the kids at home, this is, what, this is what happens. When you give someone your word... And you say you're going to buy them some Big Macs, you definitely do it. Time for a Big Mac, it's the taste you like. It's the greatest drink you like. It's Mac time now at McDonald's. Anyway, uh, we, now that we've got all the formalities <laughs> out of the way, we got to get to our feature interview. But if you want to be part of the show, very easy to do so. All you got to do is jump on the blower, 0433981116 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. But... Let's get to the intro of our special guest. Aaron Love, only six races out of 49 have been won from lower than the front row. This guy can do anything. He'll take another step forward in the championship, but what he does do is win the Endurance Cup here on the Gold Coast. Aaron Love wins again. 9.1 seconds, the biggest winning margin of the season. But with Sonic, he's put their best foot forward in 2022. He'll win rightfully another race this year. Yes, last year he absolutely wowed the Porsche Carrera Cup field. And this year he'll be taking to the endurance races at Sandown and Bathurst with Jake Kostecki in a Blanchard Racing-backed Mustang. Please welcome to the driver's seat for the first time, the one and only Aaron Love. G'day, boys. It's, uh, it's good to be here. Mate, uh, it's Matty Mack speaking. And as I said to Stevie J at the kickoff of the start of this show... Uh, I hope you as a young fella, Aaron Love, have learned your lesson that when you put a bet on the line, as I did, that a Mustang was going to win on the weekend, you come good. So I've come good with a few Big Macs, mate, and you are 
you're going to learn that lesson. You, you, you commit to something and you're going to do it. And uh, now you're in the Blanchard Racing Team. You're stepping up your wild card. How good is your career going? He's in a Mustang. Well, he's in a Mustang. <laughs> he might need a big Mac. You poor bugger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's been a bit different from the past years being in a supercar. But um, like I made the decision to come back to Australia because I wasn't exactly enjoying myself as much as I thought I was going to be over in Europe. So as to date, I'm definitely enjoying working with Tim and the rest of the team at Blanchard Racing Team. Hey, mate, uh, obviously a big step. Well, some say it's a big step, step. Some say it's not as big. Obviously, Carrera Cup last year, you you know, you, were, uh, you had that, uh, that car and that series really down pat. I mean... You were the benchmark there. You missed two events. You finished second in the championship still. You would have absolutely cleaned up if you actually did all the events. Um, obviously, jumping across into a Super 2 Mustang this year, I mean, what's is it a bigger step than you thought it was going to be coming out of Carrera Cup? Um, a little bit, yes. Um, like the, I spent a lot of time in Carrera Cup, so... I'd obviously developed a fairly decent skill set um, on learning how to tune the car up and getting a really good feel of what a cup car needs. So jumping into a supercar was definitely fairly foreign at the start and not getting, you know, I guess it was pretty easy to get carried away with. I think this might be what the feel is when I probably should have just been focusing more on the driving. Um, which I've sort of realised over the past couple of rounds. But, um, yeah, it's been a big jump, but it definitely wasn't something out of this world. Like, I've driven a few other cars, like a GT car and a couple of Formula cars. So jumping in and out of a different car wasn't entirely different for myself. But saying that, it's, you know, as far polar opposite as you could get to a cup car. The engine's in the front, you've got a gear stick in the middle, you've got anti-roll bars that you can change on the fly and a million things you could change with the guitar in terms of setup and just just about everything that you can do in a supercar, you can't yep. do in a cup car. And then what you can do in a cup car, you can't do in a supercar. So <laughs> it's been a big journey so far, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, looking forward to keeping on going. And mate, what about the decision? I mean, you and I, I know you and I have spoken about it um, just in private, but um, let everybody know what your decision was. You know, you, you did some races overseas. You did some Super Cup, poor Super Cup races last year. Went extremely well. Most likely would have, um, could have quite easily had the opportunity to stay over there. Um, your brother Jordan's over there doing GT3, and, and that's sort of where his backyard is now. He wants to be over there doing that. You've decided to come home, give Super 2 a crack, try to align yourself with the Supercar team in the, in the hope of, uh, obviously, in the next couple of years, being on the main game grid. What's um? Give us a bit of a snapshot of your decision there. Is that is that a conscious conscious decision that you wanted to stay at home more, or you you would prefer the supercar racing, or what, what was the the story behind that? Um, being close to home wasn't really part of the thought process. It was more to do with the racing. Like I did my the championships was the biggest focus last year was French Tour Cup and then the guest rounds in Super Cup. Um. And then the Australian Career Cup stuff just kept on building throughout the year um, with Sonic and Rodney Jane for Bob Jane Team Art. So I sort of got halfway through the year and I'm pretty sure it was at about um, Taylor Bend. 
um, last year where I had a bit and, you know, sat down and had a really good think and thought about the year so far and the racing that I'd done over there and working with the teams over there and also getting a first-hand experience with the GT world. So it's being able to see Jordan and what he does day-to-day at a race meeting, but then also being able to speak to a few other drivers of Jackson Evans who I knew prior to going over there, but also drivers like um, Jordan Pepper, who's also quite successful in GT3. So after getting a really good insight of, you know, what racing's like over there, I soon figured out it probably wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. Um, And I probably had a hard think about, you know, did I actually really want to go over there to start with? At the moment, uh, in the moment, yes, I did. But um, when I thought about it, supercars always really appealed to me with the racing, um, but also it's down to the driver a lot. You know, you don't have lots of co-drivers like in GT car, and it sounds a little bit selfish, but for me, that just wasn't really appealing. Um, So, yeah, come Taylor and Ben last year, I think it was actually... Mick um, at Sonic, who I told first that I wanted to come back, and he sort of looked at, looked at me a bit puzzled, like, well, why would you want to do that? So I asked him if he could put me in contact with a couple of people. Obviously, he's, he knows a fair few people up and down the pit lane in supercars, and it all kind of snowballed from there. And how do you go with all the stuff that surrounds racing outside of sitting in the race car? You you're good with the media and the PR stuff and how do you, how does that sit comfortably? Does that sit comfortably with you? Because more and more, and I think we've seen it this year, Stevie J with the focus on, on Shane Van Gisberg and that all the stuff that you've got to do outside of the car, like it's a, it's a genuine part of your job now. And how do you, how do you feel about all that? Are you, uh, you're pretty comfortable with doing the media and the meets and greets and the sponsor stuff and all that kind of thing. And the interviews with driver's seats. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's obviously a part of it, and I've kind of known that from day dot. It's always been a big thing that Dad's pressed on me, and that everybody's got to like you. Um, but for <laughs> myself, I I'm not really good at um, you know talking a lot of stuff, even if it's not true. So I always kind of my whether it's a little bit or not. Um, yeah, so. When it comes to doing interviews and all the media and things like that and talking to sponsors, like I'm very happy to do all of that. But if I feel like I want to speak my mind and really want to, you know, set out what's really going on, then I'm kind of happy to do that as well. Um, but when it comes to social media and things like that, I'm not the greatest with it. I tend to just like to take a step back from it because I can kind of see that it could be a potential distraction on a race weekend and, if you get caught up with, you know, people sending you messages or whatever when you're not at the racetrack, I can feel like it It could really hurt some people. I don't feel like it would hurt me too much, um, but I'd prefer to kind of steer clear of that as best I could. So, But when it comes to media and things like that, I, you know, I love talking to people and meeting new people. So, yeah, I guess it's just kind of part of the job even though it's not really you know a job for us guys as such but um yeah it's it's still a lot of fun doing those types of events and things throughout the weekend and away from racing so you're getting uh you're getting some some good miles now in a uh, in a ford mustang uh in super two um you've had a bit of an up and down 
year, I guess, when you, when you look at the results. You know, the qualifying's been okay. I think your worst qualifying's been a, been a P8. Um, and most of the time, you're sort of around that P4 mark, P4, 5 mark. A couple of, you know, you had a DNF in Townsville. You, you had a, an average uh, first race in Newcastle. But the rest of them have been pretty good, mate. They've been, you know, either on the podium or just outside the podium. So um, that would give you some good confidence moving forward because you've obviously got Sandown and Bathurst coming up. Totally different car. Um, but a lot longer race as well, you know. So um, so that's something that you're going to have to get used to. And, and and what do you, I mean, give us a bit of an idea too. I mean, are you, you know, you those races are, you know, outside of the realm of what most of the races you can do. So especially in Super 2, they're only relatively short races. So are you now, I mean, did you get a chance to do some rides at the ride, current ride day at, uh, at Eastern Creek on, on Monday? Are you going to get some more laps in those cars to try to give yourself a bit uh, better opportunity to, to do well at uh, San Ana Bathurst? Yeah, like the year started off quite well if you take away the first race at Newcastle. So <laughs> we kind of built up the expectation that we could try and build from that. Um, and obviously in Perth, we... We did get a good result, but I think we didn't get we didn't have the strongest car. Um, like if we were just go and try and win a race on outright pace, I'd struggle to believe that that would have happened. And then Townsville was a short, you know, just short from a disaster. Um, but um, yeah, it's been a big process so far um, in the team building up. It's a lot of new personnel, and there's been a few things going on around in the background. Um, but yeah. The team's continuing to get better. I'm getting a better feel from the car. And, yeah, at Sydney, I fortunately got the opportunity um, to jump in the Gen 3 car for five or six rides, I think, at the end of the day, um, which I really enjoyed the car. It was it was really cool. I could almost relate to it closer to a cup car in the old generation cup car to the supercar wow. um, than I'm driving at the moment. But um, more so because it felt like it had really good drive and it's afraid to have the re moving around um, a bit. Yeah, right. That's that's really interesting feedback because I don't think we've we've had a cup current cup car driver talk to us about their experience in a Gen three car no. CBJ. Yeah, so sorry. that that's that's really interesting feedback. And in fact, one of uh, one of our listeners has texted in. Number ending in nine six six. Make sure you put your your name to the, your text messages too, folks, so we can give you the credit for it. Um, they were asking whether you had actually driven um, Todd's car, yeah, driven Todd's car at Eastern Creek, which you just answered. But I don't. I actually forgotten that you drove you drove an S five thousand car too, yep. didn't you? What was that like? How did you find that from a difference between the Cup car and now you've driven a Gen three car? Where did that rate on the on the fun scale? Yeah, it's um, it's funny. Over the weekend, I was telling a lot of people that were asking me, it's almost really in the middle of a cup car and a supercar. The, <laughs> I found the braking really similar to a cup car and how it likes to brake, but then yeah. it doesn't like to do more than one thing at once like a supercar. Um, like obviously they're quite fast in relation to everything else in Australia, but like they've got a lot of downforce, um, but for what they are, they've got a Ligier F3 tub they're still not really high downforce. Like, it's got a lot of front-end grip um, yeah. in the high speed. It doesn't have a proper rear diffuser and a proper floor on it. So 
you can follow cars quite closely. Um, but at the end of the day, when you're going through the slow speed corners, it still feels relatively like a proper car, not like a formula car. So it was a relatively good weekend in building up and learning everything. Um, did we get the results we wanted to? Probably not quite. Um, we got caught up in a couple in race one and three, um, which sort of hurt the weekend a little bit. But yeah, the pace was there and the car was good. So I believe we're going to do tail and bend in the same car in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so hopefully we can take what we've learned and what I've learned over the past week in the car and try and go out and get some good results. Um, obviously, the main objective for me out of it to get more racing laps is Steve would know with Jet that in Super 2 racing laps is really, really limited um, and you can't get a lot of testing either because of the limitations of how many days you can do but also how many tyres you have to use. So to go and race anything else, um, especially on a stage where with supercars, it's really good to mm-hmm. do that. Um, I found that last year it was really beneficial to, um, you know, be in and out of the car really off, really you know, frequently. So that's been my objective, especially leading into Sandown and Bathurst, getting in as much seat time as I can so that I'm not coming out of a nine-week stint of not being in a car like I did into Townsville. So it's been, from what I can see so far, really beneficial and hopefully we can um, put all of that into practice come Shailen Bend, but then uh, Sandown and Bathurst especially. There you go. Uh, mate, before we let you go, we've got to ask you about your co-driver. You're uh, another Perth boy, so you're a couple of good Perth lads. Jay Kostecki obviously had a, uh, I don't know, how would you call it, Stevie J, an unceremonious exit stage left out of supercars, I hmm. suppose. And I think he's he's put his hand up that um, he's you know, it, probably, yeah. he, you know, he's open to hmm. what happened at the gala night and all that kind of stuff. But uh is he the sort of bloke, do you reckon, Aaron, that you can put your arm around and just go, just just cool your jets there, bloke. You've got another second. You've got a second chance here. Let's make the most of it. We don't know Jake very well, but uh, is he a good young fella? Yeah, he's a, he's a funny bloke, um, <laughs> as I'm sure a few people know up and down pit lanes. So we grew up together, you know, throughout karting and everything around in WA, but then also over in the eastern states, we ran out of the same with Troy Farley Racing. Um, So we know each other fairly well, and I think um, Jake's always been one to, you know, act and speak on his what he's thinking. So that probably gets him in trouble a couple of times, but it's also good to know. Well, it certainly did once. It's also good to know that there's not going to be any BS or anything like that with him. So, yeah, Yeah, I I can definitely trust whatever he says is, is going to go. Um, so, yeah, I can't really speak for him, but I think, you know, most people that have been in a similar situation sort of come out of that situation two, three months later. They've been able to sit down and think about what they've done. But even if it wasn't yep. the same situation and they've stepped back from the sport, I think we've seen that with Ricardo lately. They've been able to yep. step back, take a breath and go, oh, I was doing, you know, so much of it right, but I was also doing a fair bit of it wrong. So mm. yeah, yeah. I think come stand down, he'll be, you know, the same Jake that we know. But even though he hasn't been racing, I feel like he'll, you know, the way he goes about things, 
he would have, you know, been able to take a lot on board throughout the year so far. So, well, I, I tell I've you got one thing, all mate. All the trust in so far. If, if you're a good mate of his, you'll you you will put your arm around him and you'll say, one of the things you need to do for the endurance races is get rid of that horrendous wispy. <laughs> half-assed moustache that he's got running across the top lip there. He's got to get rid of that. He's either grow it, he's got to grow it full Alan Border spec or he's got to, he's got to dump it because you can't go halfway with the muzzy, I reckon, Stevie J. I can't grow one. So I just, no, the same. I, I just go, you know, you don't run it, right? But I don't know. I, all I remember from Jake, obviously, is some of his great drives, his teeth and the moustache. We, we, we can't do anything with the teeth. Uh, but we're going to have to roll the mustache. But you're going to say him and his undies then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. He was shown on his undies. If you just, I've got to say to you, mate, Aaron, we're going to let you go. But um, you, you've got some fans because the big G's text in. He said, evening, gents. Finally able to listen live again. Hopefully, Aaron can fulfill his dream. So you've got some folks out there that are in your corner, mate, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I still find it surreal, you know, when we're at the track and people come up and ask for a photo or a signature, even though I'm in Super 2 and things like that, and it's only yep. a couple of people over the weekend. I still find it weird um, having those people around, but, yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool to know that they're out there. Before, See, there you go. Here's another one, Nimsy, from Rob the Ranger in Camden. Have to admit, I didn't know much about Aaron Love before the wild card, but what a great interview. Seems to be very focused and a switched-on young man with a bright future. They're going to watch with him. He's going to watch with interest. Good on you, Rob. So there you go. As we say, Aaron, you, uh, people listen to the show. They uh, they do love a bit of new talent, and um, it seems like you've got some fans, so good for you. Yeah, thank you. Now, b- before we let you go, Aaron, I, I, as I was doing my research, uh, something popped across the, the old stat sheet that your old man uh, was a bit of a racer too. And Oh, yeah. Is it true that your old man first bought, his first race car that he bought was from Dick Johnson? Uh from my understanding, yeah, he was um, relatively good mates with Peter Brock. Um, and he said to him one day, because he always used to come over for a fishing trip in Perth, he goes, Lovey, you've always talked about wanting to race a race car, so why don't you, you know, go and buy one? Um, his good mate, Dick Johnson, was selling one at the end of the year because um, he wasn't going to race it the year after. So I think that's all where it kind of started, and that's where, you know, the racing, you know, took off in the family, and it. It's never really stopped since. Jeez, I, funny, I, I hope your old man checked the compression on the engine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still good mates, so he mustn't have stitched him up. So it's, it's all good. He didn't sell it with a polarizer. <laughs> uh, Aaron, mate, uh, it's it's it must have been a, an absolute whirlwind twenty four hours for you, mate, because obviously the rumor mill would have been going up in the lead up to the Enduros when there was talk of a wild card. There was talk that you know you'd be teaming up with Todd at the Enduros. There'd be all this and that, and so now that things are finally set in stone. You must be pretty stoked, but mate, we'll let you go. And all the best for Sandown and Bathurst, and uh, all the best for the rest of the Super Two season. And hopefully, this isn't the last. Actually, Nimsy, we... just oh, yeah. quickly, double duties too, by the way. So he's obviously uh, he's doing Super Two and and Wild Card, the Wild Card at Sandown and Bathurst. So That's big. He's uh, mate, you better get to the gym, Ace. You're going to be pretty buggered by the end <laughs> yeah. of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, Tim keeps on hassling me. He reckons I'm going to be running out, running around like a hoodlum. Headless chook, so it's um, <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's going to be fairly full on from what I can understand so far. So, yep. but um, no, nah, really looking forward to the opportunity and 
taking everything on board. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I'll tell you what, once you, once you, you'll be waiting to see that track schedule and where, uh, and where your pit boom is. I can tell you that, mate. But um, uh, thanks for joining us, Aaron, and uh, all the best, mate. We'll chat to you soon. Thank you. Good to speak to you, boys. It's uh, been great being on the show. <laughs> there we go. Aaron Love joining us here on the driver's seat. And I'll tell you what, look at the text line, boys. It's it's absolutely flying. It's cranking. It's gone, uh, it's gone mad, which you're going to have to read because Stevie J has just don- d- donated to the McKeldon Racing Team one of his Big Macs. Mm. So I reckon we're going to be in the break in a minute uh, uh, and or while you're reading the text in, Nimsy, we might be chowing down on one of Ronald's Macs. <laughs> 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 I was wondering what you were going to say. I was going to say one of Ronald's favourites. <laughs> but oh, thank you, Uncle. Got to say, I was hovering. I was absolutely hovering over that. I was just like, oh, no. The Reynolds button. <laughs> or the Barry button in this case. The Barry button, yes. Hey, we've got to talk about that, and there's plenty more to get through here on the driver's seat. As always, you can get in touch with your texts on 0433981116. Keep your text messages coming in. And, uh, if you want to, and if you want to get us around the clock, you do it on our social media, at Driver's Seat Show. On the Facebook. But uh, we'll take a quick break, and we're going to rank, well, the power rankings are up next here on the Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. And it's great to have your company wherever you're listening around the planet. Uh, if you would like to get in touch, very easy to do so. Jump on the text 0433981116. So many people have been doing that. So we've got to get to some of your messages. And if you want to get in touch with us around the clock, you could do it on our socials at Driver's Seat Show. On the Facebook. But uh, let's start off with uh, Scotty and Cronulla. Said, guys, the night racing at Eastern Creek on the weekend was a great spectacle for fans and viewers. Uh, another one from Zach in Canberra. It's going to be an exciting storyline watching Kai Allen and Aaron make their 1,000 debuts in October. I think they've both got all the attributes to become superstars of our sport down the line. Aaron's a special talent. Nearly winning Carrera Cup despite missing two rounds is frankly ridiculous. And his charge to the field on the Gold Coast last year is as good as drive I've ever seen in a category. BRT yep. found an absolute gem. That's right. He was P15 ended up fourth, yep. didn't he? Yeah. He'd, you might need to speak. I've got a mouthful of oh, big man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and another Sorry. one here too. Um, uh, hi, lads. I heard after our SMSP that parody will now be taken seriously because Jack Smith recorded the fastest lap and now supercars will listen to Ford and investigate how this happened. That's from Shane in Canberra. Very good, Shane. That's very funny. <laughs> um, uh, here's another one too. This is from uh, Dwayne in Medney, just near the new circuit of Talia and Port Stevens. Love the show. Stevie, are you engineering the wild card as it's Mac is sponsored? Anyway, you'll think supercars will make a deal to use Circuit Italia. And has there been car numbers 96, 97, 98, and 99 in one race before? I know that th- I know that two through six are, but the high numbers aren't as common. Get noons onto that one. An extremely well-made point, Dwayne. Um, good effort there, Dwayne. But, um, that was that might... Dwayne congratulating himself on a specially made point? Was he a third-person congratulator? It certainly was. Uh, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah good, Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's nothing better than a third person congratulator. That's the best. Um, here's, a, here's another one too. We'll get to that one in just a tick, Twain. Um, bit of a controversial idea incoming. The Chevs have had eight months of development and the Stangs are behind the eight ball with every change that gets made and are always on the back foot. So why don't they give the Ford teams two extra test days or something to that effect to help play catch up? Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, isn't it? I mean, I don't really know. Um, I, I I don't think it's just it's it's not a a car setup thing, you know. Like it's the guys, the the way that the car is, and the way that the aero is, and and the way that things are working. Um, the Mustang seems to have a setup window about the size of. Your little finger, basically. Yeah, five cent coin, right. it seems. Yeah, and, um, and so so, and that obviously attributes to a lot of different things, you know, um, which is way above my pay grade. But um, you know, I think that uh, it's not just a, a matter of coming in and uh, changing a few ride heights and shocks and springs and this and that and whatever. Or adding it might a couple be. of mil to the spoiler or something like yeah. that. Or, or yeah, yeah, you know, I think there's a there's a fair bit more to it than that, and it's it's going to need to be done you know, very scientifically and, and properly um, to uh, obviously get the right results and, and understand what's going on. Can I be controversial? What? Again? <laughs> I don't think uh, we will have parity right this year. No. Definitely I not. said that. Yeah. I said that, I think, a show or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's well, not going to happen. It's not going to happen this year. I think... I think um, it's almost like the Ford teams, basically, you've got to write the year off. Yeah. You know, you've got to write, write it off and say... We're not winning the championship. There's no way there's a Ford winning the championship at this rate. No, 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 no. And and I think I, I tell you what I think is a win for supercars and for Ford this year. If Mark Rushbrook and Ford don't pull out their money, yep. and oh, and yeah. go completely GT out of racing or something or whatever. And don't forget, Ford have got a brand new GT3 car Mustang coming, which you know, he, like there's there's a lot of things that they've Ford could options. do. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the options that they've just done, I saw a press release that they've, they're backing women's basketball. Yep. So that's not to say that the money has come away from supercars and they're putting it somewhere else. But when you give an entity like that such a difficult time as they're having at the moment, and for whatever reason, when we're not behind the, the, the scene, so we don't know all the politics behind it, Stevie J, but... It would it would seem from the outside that Ford are not overly happy with what's going on internally within supercars and the lack of transparency too. If lack I recall. of transparency, lack of information, lack of um, as you just said, it can't be done very quickly, and I don't think we're going to get it done this year. But um, th there's just massive the process. The just process. The process has been right? terrible. Yeah, and there, and there's a lot of frustration when you've got there are people twenty deep trying to get Ford money. And when they're suddenly cracking the door open to have a look and, yeah, come and talk to us because mm. what's going on in supercars is not where we want to be, that's a real issue. And I can tell you something. When you get guys that currently run Fords um, that are even contemplating re-shelling uh, their car and changing the engine for next year. Oh, yikes. Really? Let me tell you. Wow, that would be That's a, concern. a very blunt 
piece Statement. of blade that goes yeah. straight through supercars. Mm, absolutely. You know what I mean? Stevie Johnson might have dropped this somewhere. Uh, well, Stevie J, the yeah. newsbreaker, he's an entrepreneur. Super, yeah, super intelligent bloke, though, too. <laughs> Thanks, boys. <laughs> Righto, Gaz. Righto, Wispy. Take it easy. <laughs> super intelligent. Um, but how's that? Hey, how's, well, that as, that's how's that as an mm. option if things don't change? Because what have we got there? Tickford, WAU, um, DJR. BRT, and who else? Is that all the four teams off top of your head? No, oh, Grove's. Oh, Grove. Mm. Yeah, right. Mm. Or you might Groves know them as Triple Eight South. Triple Eight South. Victorian chapter. Yep. <laughs> uh, they, they do it. They're the ones who would do it. They're the ones that have got the uh, Charlie Ash. They're reconfiguring their workshop at the moment, so they're the ones that, if there's a deal, they do it. I reckon mm. it would be, it, especially as one of their drivers isn't going to be there next year. Yeah, but that's interesting, ooh, isn't it? There is plenty of silly season talk happening there. Very interesting. Oh, yes. But um, uh, before we get, before we launch into that, let's let's tick off uh, our power rankings. So, boys, get your three, two, ones ready because it's time to fire this up. The driver's seat power rankings. Now this is very very simple. All you got to do is, it's our version of the Dally M or the Brownlow. Matt and Steve hand out a 3-2-1 vote for the driver they deem to be the best on track. Now, standings before the Sydney Super Night. In P1 is Will Brown with 18 votes. P2 is Erebus' teammate. On 13 votes is Brody Kostecki. P3 on 9 votes is Jack LeBrock. Then uh, down the chain, uh, P4 on seven votes, it's Shane Van Gisbergen. Oh, Jack LeBrock, he's so nice. He's done it twice, so I've gone and stuffed up the list. Great <laughs> <Right>, work, <Nims. laughs> Once again, seamless. Oh, what do you do during the day, Abs- apart from record ads? Absolute flawless work there. Uh, imagine that. Imagine if you were, imagine like there was a podium, right? And then, you know, and in P2, Jack LeBrock. And in P3, Jack, Jack LeBrock. LeBrock. And he just what, takes two steps and goes. <laughs> um, uh, then we got uh, Cameron Waters up next on three and a quarter votes. Uh, on three votes, David Reynolds, Anton Di Pasquale. Two votes, Brock Feeney, Will Davison and Mark Winterbottom. On one and a quarter votes, James Courtney. One vote, Andre Heimgarner, Chaz Mostert, James Golding, Bryce Fullwood, Tim Slade and Cameron Hill. And for just a quarter vote, it's Thomas Randall and Declan Fraser. So who wants to go first? Steve does. Do I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why is that, Matthew? Are you frantically trying to figure out what to do for yes. your three, two, one? <clears throat> yes, I am. All right. Nimsy, I'll, I'll go first. You love that. Steve does. Because <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Here we oh, go. That's funny. All right. So I'm going to give I'm going to give one point, and you guys are going to probably think that I'm biased here. Or I'd ask what's in that Big Mac. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give one point to mm-hmm. ADP. Yeah, I, no, I can see that. You know what? Yes, he had a podium yeah. uh, he on Sunday. To the finish too on the Sunday too. Like, yep. Rock Good driver lap. Yeah. But what impressed me the most, and I know I was talking to ADP through the weekend, and and he was the one that actually said to me, "Man, these cars have got a setup window about as big as like you said a five cent piece, Nimsy." Mm. But um, um, he's because he um, he was saying that, and same with Will Davo. You know, I mean, they were sort of top and tail on the weekend. You know, Will qualified up there in the top 10, got to Q3 on uh, on Saturday. Uh, ADP was like 22nd or something, uh, wherever he was. Mm-hmm. All right. And then uh, and the next day, you know, Anton's P9, Will's P22. You know I mean, it's just, just crazy how it all works out. But, but just to bounce back from 
being pee nowhere on Saturday and uh, having a tough Saturday night race, um, you know, yeah, he got through to 15th, you know, it was up eight spots, but um, uh, it's, I think the bounce back and then to, to be P9 and, and to then race through to, and, and what he did to, uh, to look after his car. And he, and he did look after his tyres well in, at uh, Townsville as well. So for him to get through to P3 on Sunday, I think it was just a, a really solid effort. You know what I mean? So, um, so I'm giving him one point. I'm giving two points to SVG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he, as always, you know, what do you say about the bloke? Like he's, he is super fast and super smart with everything he does. He, he, he was, I reckon he was super, super unlucky, if you want to call it unlucky, uh, on Saturday when they took his lap away. I think, I literally think that the outside of the front tyre was still touching the outside of the yellow line on the track limits. Yeah, right. I, you know, when I looked at, I looked at it time and time again, there, there might have been a close up, you know, like a, uh, what do you call it, Maddie? In tennis, when you call Hawkeye, is it? Mm-hmm. And then Hawkeye, yep. maybe yep. they had their own Hawkeye, and they could see that he was out by five millimeters. But geez, the the vision that I saw, it it was really hard to judge on that. But anyway, so he ended up starting P twenty. You know what I mean? And he obviously got right through. He should have been probably P three. I think we'll talk about that incident on Saturday night with Will Brown on the last lap later. But um, yes, we. Will. Um, but you know, I think he should have been P three personally. And um, no doubt we'll talk about what Barry Ryan had to say as well, because <laughs> um, that's all part of the same thing. But SVG, just a class act, and I, I I get a feeling that he's just deflated because he feels as though everyone's against him in in regard to the business. You know, yep, he's been yep. so successful, and it's like everything. It's like the tall popper. You don't want to keep the same guy winning the whole time. Correct. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 But if he's the best, he should be winning, you know. So anyway, but that was his first win in twelve races. So I mean, it's not like he's been winning. <laughs> he's, not, he's not been dominant. No, exactly. So SVG two. I'm actually going to give Andre Heimgarten a three points. Yes. Right. Okay. I think he's done. He's 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 really stepped up at BJR. He's such a good leader. We've spoken about that before. We've spoken about his work ethic. We've spoken about the good things he's done done and doing at BJR to bring that team forward. Bryce Ford was good. You know what I mean? Um, there's there's so many good stories there, but I think Andre's the one that's leading that amongst, you know, some good personnel at BJR. Mm-hmm. Um, P2, pole position on Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, he was really he beat uh, up there all the weekend. as well. Yeah, exactly. Like comprehensively. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, I just think that his effort and, and the way he's going about it, I just wanted to give him three points at the end of the day and change it up a bit. I'm going to give. Matthew, is that enough time and, enough <laughs> time and waffle for <laughs> me to get you ready for <laughs> yours? <laughs> You're a good team. Yeah. You're a great Thanks, co-driver. Well done. I won't tell a soul. <laughs> no, good. Yeah, don't tell anyone. No, no, no. no, no. Um, I'm going to give FVG one point. Yep. I think uh, for everything that you just said, um, and particularly in the fact that he's just super, super distracted, I reckon at the moment, and and there's a lot of noise around him, and oh, he's correct. still got some. So I'm just going to give SVG one, two points, and you mentioned him while you were talking there, Bryce Forward. Mm-hmm. I just it was it was a good solid effort from BJR mm-hmm. right across the weekend. Well, for two out of their four cars, yep. even though Jack Smith got the fastest lap. 
uh, in the race on Sunday. I just think, as you rightly say, Heimgartner at times, Bryce's racing was really strong and he was pushing a few people. So I, was, I really liked I mean, what he was doing. It's actually, sorry, I'm not interrupting go. you, Manny, no, no, but, go, go. but the whole 3-2, well, the power rankings here is actually quite tough, even though well, I think course, some yeah. of the racing was a bit stale, some of, the, some of it was boring, some of the end of Saturday was sensational. But, you know... MSR, the MSR guys, LeBrock and Cam, <laughs> Cam Hill were Hill. doing a super job. I mean, they could All be in terrorists. there too. You yeah. know what I mean? So hard. sort of a bit hard. bit hard pressed to get our, our three, three two, two one, ones yeah. in there today. Yeah, I'm going to give three points, not only for results, but for spicing up radio chat and for actually walking away from the racetrack without punching anyone square in the face. Cam Waters. Cam Waters for three points. <laughs> <laughs> now, just in case, Cam, any, if, if anyone missed what Cam had to say, uh, basically he's just been handed a five-second penalty for an unsafe uh, pit release. And, BS release. Yeah, and then this is what was broadcast uh, on the team radio. Now, Fox chose to broadcast this, so this is what he was saying to his engineer, Sam Potter. What the f- Joe, get a battery, mate. Joe. I wonder why all the f***ing drivers want to leave them. <laughs> 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 yep. He, <clears throat> I think he, the voice of reason, the voice of truth at the moment. I, I saw it. And so frustrated, because, sorry, Nimsy, because he had speed, Steve, Joe. Mm-hmm. He's wringing the neck of that monster car. He is consistently the fastest of all of the Mustangs. And then he goes and gets that penalty. Mm. And so I'm giving him three points, as I say, not only from his ease outright speed, but um, I just we – saw, we saw when frustration boils over with Barry and then um, microphones get jammed in front of Cam's face as well. Now, as much as he blew up over the radio there in the middle of turn one, um, he gets to the end of the race. It's a hot mic. It, it's a hot um, garage. And they still stick the mic under his face. And he's frustrated, yet diplomatic, and all of that kind of stuff. And um, to me, great self-control. And you get three points, um, mate. And I I just, I don't know when he's going to catch a break. Oh, that's going to change the uh, mm. the power rankings order board around mm. with Nimsy. Hopefully mm. you don't have five like Jack LeBrock's on there next to, week. I was about to say. <laughs> in P- <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a, a tri- a, an entire run of. JLBs, but uh, ask me this about Jack Brock. We digress, but has he got hair still? No, it has actually fallen out. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, good oh, oh yeah, he, yeah, no, no. Is I he follically challenged? No, no, he's got a good set of feathers. Righto, so he's not Dan Cantor. of feathers, righto. So he's shaving the bonds just because he's sponsored by Bic. I believe so. Righto. Well, I think he's, Nimsy, he's, in the in the break, I know this is this get a big sponsorship. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> – I'm surprised you don't have a big sponsorship. I think we should call JLB. It's 9.30 at night. It's it's quarter to nine at night. I've got his number. I'm going to give him a call and say, hey, listen, the, the audience wants to know, your adoring Australian audience wants to know, why are you shaving your bonds? <laughs> bonds. Yeah. <laughs> his old I've crazy. Never heard yeah. you've, never, bonds. you've never heard the bonds? Yeah. No. You, you call yours the bonds, don't you, Nimsy? Uh, of course, all the time. In fact, I refer to Australian batsman Travis Head as Travis Bonds uh, for, okay. that, for that very reason. But, um, <laughs> but um, look, we will we'll, because the text line is absolutely blowing up at the moment. We will address what Barry Ryan had to say because there's a that's what you want oh, to talk yes. about. In fact, yes. pretty much Saturday night, our Facebook page blew up uh, with a whole bunch of people wanting to have their say about it. So we will touch on 
the full fallout from the Sydney Supernight. But uh, you're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. All the thoughts from the Sydney Supernight up next. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Welcome back to the driver's seats. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Now, emotions were running wild at Sydney. And literally, our um, our Facebook blew up after the Sydney Super Night because there were Didn't lots of people that were just wanting to. And even tonight, we're getting so much correspondence on the text and like I said, the Facebook messages have been coming in thick and fast. Uh, well, this one, I want to read this one first from Rob the Ranger in Camden. Uh, reckon Cam Waters got an SMS from Mr. Scafe after the radio blow up. Tell you what, I'm just about over this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because Cam actually said something. And, and Scafe likes to have a crack when the heads of our sport don't want to say anything. Mm. Mm. So, mm. flashbacks to Newcastle. So here we've got we've got a whole heap of messages coming through here. So um, Rob the Ranger from Camden says whether Barry Ryan was right or wrong in what he said, this is exactly what the sport needs. A bit of passion and emotion is more than welcome, as far as I'm concerned. But maybe without the f bomb. Uh, another one from uh, Bad Graham in Hampton Park. Me and a couple of the track marshals were chatting at the six hour at PI on the weekend. Barry, we hear, has some community service to do as part of his punishment. Perhaps he could come trackside and wave some flags. Not going to put him on comms, though. <laughs> community <laughs> service. Uh, here's another Here one. Are. Another one from Carl in Bayswater. Hi, boys. Would love to get your thoughts on the SVG Brown move. Since when has a bump and run resulted in a time penalty? Also, your mate Scapey didn't seem to mind it, so why the penalty? Uh, another one from Maddie. Oh, uh, sorry. I'm, see, I, this is the problem. <laughs> I'm, no, no, no. I'm trying to be prepared by reading in forward into the text sorry, messages. Sorry. And so when you 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 got to say this is from our friend in Toowoomba. Tommy! There we go. Sorry, Tommy. Um, I wasn't I wasn't on your text when Nimsy threw to me. From, How's the radio, folks? From uh, from Tommy into Woomba. Uh, hi, guys. Seriously, Supercars, <laughs> what did you expect to get from Barry Ryan when he's fired up? You interview him Correct. to get the raw reaction, then fine him for it? Did Waters yep. get a fine? Or is it different because you chose to broadcast a private mm. conversation <laughs> between a driver <laughs> and his engineer? That's a good yeah. point. Uh, yeah, well, exactly. it's a great point. And, you know, we, <laughs> Juno's... Rihanna and Chad and and Larco and I've done it on the odd occasion. We love going into a hot pit. We yeah. love going in with a hot mic because you're just going to get some raw emotion. Yeah. And if you go to Barry Ryan, like you'd want to be on the dump button yeah. real quick you, you, because you, you know he's going to let fly. In, in but case, that's why they do it. In case you missed it, here's what Barry had to say. Yeah, we are. Shane, you can't keep f***ing doing that It's bullshit. Okay. Even if you ask me past him, you can't do that So we're just going to make sure he gets done this time, not let off, because we're sick of it. The best part about that is if you listen closely, after after Baz drops the first F-bomb, you can hear, mm. you can hear Chad go, Chad tries. Chad, Chad like, mm. once more. Yeah, we are. Shane, you can't keep f***ing doing that It's bullshit. Okay. Even if you ask me past him, you can't do that So we're just going to make sure he gets done this time, not let off. Because we're sick of it. Yeah. 
Uh, it's like talking to a teenage boy, Stevie J. Remember the first time you had a real crack at Jet when he was probably 14 or 15 or whatever, and he started to drop a few of the F-bombs and this, that, and the other, and you want to go, hey, just it's enough of the language, thanks. You could, it'd be hard to do that to a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but, I don't, but I don't, I mean, I am all for going in and getting the raw emotion and all yep. that sort of stuff, yep. but it's no different to footballers or cricketers or yep. whoever it might be. Yep. You know, um, you got. I don't think you should have to go in there expecting that they're going to throw three F's and three S's in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Barry, like, and and as you said, Barry's a grown man. He's literally just got half of Australia on TV watching with a camera stuck in his face with a microphone. You don't talk into that like you're talking to you and I down at the local yeah. pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what the, that's what it is. That's just gutter trash talk. Yep. Mm. No, I don't look Yes, I, don't I understand he's pissed off. Yeah. But you don't need to throw the Fs and the Cs and the Ss in there, you know yeah, what I mean? Not that yeah. he did any Cs, but um you can leave them out and you can say other stuff. You know what I mean? Like you, you can express that frustration without having to throw all those words in there. Yeah. No, I don't I don't disagree. Um I know people are saying, oh what do you expect? Right? Well Professionalism. Professionalism yeah. is uh, what yes. we expect. We expect passion, and Barry's got, and I love Barry's passion, and I love his dedication to his team, and, yeah. and and all that sort of thing. But I don't agree with. I agree with everything that he said. Mm. Not how I, I don't. I don't. Better. I don't yeah. agree with what he said about Shane and what he said about the incident. I, I got a different view on the incident. I think it was actually harmless. I think it was actually great racing, and I think there should be more of that. He didn't even go off the track. You know what I mean? Anyway, but we'll, we'll, we'll address. Well, that's another one. In yeah, a that's minute. another one. We'll, we'll have soon. a crack on that at the moment. But I don't, I don't agree with the way Barry tried to get his frustration across with yep. F's and S's. And I, but I got to also say on the other side of that, Steve, what I, what I did really admire was the next day he got, he got, he got hauled up into the. You reckon he into wrote the that? Stewards. No, I, no, of course he didn't <laughs> write that. But he's not that sort of guy either. No, but, he's not. But I liked how first fronted up they put Chad Nail on back on the mic. Right in front of him in the pit lane, he said, "I got to grow up. I got to do better." And I and I think that part of it. Oh, was sorry, genuine. is this your, his interview on yeah, Sunday? Yeah, on Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. said, "I got to do better. I get that. Um, he knows he's got a bad mouth, and he's got to learn to control it a little yep. bit more." I totally get that. You wouldn't imagine Ryan Story saying that sort of stuff. You could maybe half imagine Tim. Um, but you wouldn't you, – there's probably nah. – Stephen Grove wouldn't say it. Roland Tim Dane wouldn't, wouldn't, Tim wouldn't say, say it. So Nimsy, I, I, would he? Tim, uh, Tim Edwards? Yeah. Body mouth? Would, I don't think yeah. so. It's totally no. bullshit. It's bullshit. All right, can't add much more to that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind the BS. That's it. I that's, fine, that's fine. But I think the F word it starts to push it a little bit more. The problem with all of this, boys, and, and we're going to talk about it as the show goes on, I thought – the racing and the show on the weekend was rubbish. I thought it was crapola. I thought the whole show was crapola. When you and I'll expand on it after Good the break. Good turn up Nimsy. of people, though. I must have great turn up of people. People and the fans were super. But I gotta say, the highlight of the racing week. When the highlight of the racing weekend for me was Cam Waters throwing shade down the radio and swearing when Barry Ryan was going off his head and when there was a couple of And the last of two laps or three laps, two laps of, of Saturday's it's race. It's not enough. Yeah. I expect more from my KO money. I expect more from my tickets through the gate money. I expect more from my racing heroes and I expect more from the series. Mm. And I was left cold on the weekend by what I watched. 86, grouse. Mm. Um, super U, 
Grouse. Cup super car? Utes have turned the corner, haven't they? Yeah, it's Super Utes have turned. They're, they're doing some great stuff. Um, Michelin Sprint Challenge Cup car stuff. Grouse. Supercar. Rubbish. Mm. I, I just I, and I'm like a died in the wool fan who gets paid to come on here and talk about it. And I just looked at it and went, mate, I expect more from a cash. I just about, really do. What about the S nines? Oh, mate, don't get, I mean, me, don't get me started on S5000. Like, <laughs> seriously. Would someone shoot the friggin' dog? Like, if you've got, you got a sick dog or you've got a sick horse, shoot the thing. Put it out of its misery. S5000 needs a bullet. They're grouse things. Everyone's trying very hard. But the thing is, is it's done. You're going to get a done. field of, like, five ones. Yeah, take out, imagine like, if you took out GRM. It's just, mm. it's, it, someone shoot it. Just shoot it. Put it out of its misery and leave a spot on the grid for something else to come and have a play. I don't know what it will be. I'm not saying what it should be, but I just know that it shouldn't be S5000 now, we've on got, a supercar calendar. We've got a uh, text in on uh, our temper text. 0433981116 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Keep your text messages coming in. This one's from Costa in Keelor. Uh, the supercar judges have had plenty of occasions where Cam's unsafe release has been let go, but they decided to give him a five-second penalty for something that visually couldn't be seen. At Hidden Valley, SVG was speeding, leaving the pits, and, noth- and nothing a car left the pits, uh, hitting another car tyre on the ground. Oh, yeah, nothing for the car tyre that was on the ground yep. on the way out. Yep. And no yep. penalty. But Cam... Five seconds for nothing. Didn't SVG? Didn't SVG lit actually up. lit it up? Which, which there was obviously do. some sort of a pit lane limiter, pit lane limiter issue or mm. something. Mm. You're right, Costa. You're a hundred percent right. Yep. And even if you go back to when Jamie Win Cup, I think uh, yeah, Graham shared that on our um, on our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, and so did uh, Stewie Lanham. Um, great vision of I think it, uh, uh, Fabian Coulthard in the DJR Falcon at the time. Might have yep. been, well, it might have been a Mustang. Might have been a Falcon. No, it was FGX I can't Falcon. I had to stand on the brakes, or he was uh, going to dead Liberati. set spear <laughs> wind cup, and no penalty. Mm. So, what they needed to have done on that instance, I can tell you, to shut everyone up, is they needed to get the data. They needed to show the data up on Larco's widgie board or yep. whatever the thing they is. They needed to show the in car camera. The they needed to show camera. the roof rooftop camera. They need to show the just reason why he had to hit the brake so hard to just miss him. Yeah. BS. Debatable. It was actually, he was miles away. It's yeah. funny so too. So I don't, that, that sort of stuff, and, and Nimsy, that sort of stuff annoys me when it's so plainly obvious that. Don't treat us like idiots. Mm. Don't treat us like dummies. The crowds watching supercars are seriously educated people. They know exactly what they're watching. And when you roll out something like that, I, I, as I say, I just reckon the show on the weekend was crap. Now, here's, here's another one. Sorry. Here's, here's one in from Rob the Ranger in Camden. Matty, couldn't, not, couldn't agree more. Saturday night was mediocre, but Sunday was boring with supercars. 86 and super hits were brilliant to watch. Proper racing. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, the, you know, um, Stevie White and Philippa and the Cedars and that whole crew of, of uh, Super Ute guys are doing really well. Um, and the 86 was, well, there was 432 of them on the grid. So that's always <laughs> yes, I know there race. was. Thanks, Matty. <laughs> what time did you finish but up you know on what? Saturday night? They were all yeah. pretty good. Was, I had to yeah. adjudicate quite a few incidents, but oh, GT. Major. I forgot to mention that. GT, GT was on the way. They had some good racing yep. and that was an hour long. Yep. So, I mean, oh, I don't know what it is. I'm getting so frustrated. And I think the people at home are too, yeah. especially when you wheel out crap like 
like um, Cam Waters' five second penalty because someone had to stand on the brakes. Someone's come um, on, Brock. Someone, Give me a break. someone that definitely uh, didn't see a minute of the action on the weekend was Shano from Mentono. No KO or free to air or TiVo. No Formula One for me. Very sad, <laughs> especially with two Aussie boys doing okay. Shane, oh, you Shano. <laughs> We feel for you, Shano. Um, yeah, no good. Zach in Canberra said, "I thought Have you got Stano, Shano, because then you can watch Indio on Monday morning, oh, <laughs> on Stano um, with a cup of coffee, oh, <laughs> and your videos." <laughs> Zach in Canberra says, "I thought GT was the pick of the categories over the weekend. The Saturday battle with Stanaway and Patterson was absolutely sensational. People didn't know who Patterson was before; they sure do now." Oh, yep. we know we know him well. Can down Don't a we? beer, I could tell mm-hmm. you that. Speaking of well, which, he, he's, he's, a, he's been an instructor at Audi for many, many years. Uh, JJ, I think is his nickname. Yep. Junior, Junior, because his dad's name is Garnett, his granddad's name is Garnett, and his name is Garnett. So Junior, Junior. Funnily JJ. enough, with GP, you want to talk Shano and Mentono, uh, I believe we were having a few froths with GP at Mentono. So uh, you should have swung by, Shane. We were. Yes, we were. <laughs> uh, Don't you remember that? Oh, no. Was Matty there? No. You uh, Matty wasn't there. I was not a teammate on no, that one. You was... left me right out of that one, no, you no, scumbags. You that was when we were doing Audi and, and, and I was down. I think it was Canto oh, and myself. Oh, did you meet, and did you meet Garnett there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Nimsy, you yeah. were among royalty. You had, would you have Crispy, Stevie Johnson, JJ, yeah. and Canto. And Canto. Uh, and a bowl How of was chips the smell at went... the table? Well, the bowl of chips. Was the smell at the table all right? That bowl of chips went by very very quickly. Yeah. Tell you what. Yeah, that smell. That was, yeah, Nimsy went, oh no. That was <laughs> Shano from Mentono had a coffee-o and then did a whoopsie-o. That was like a, was like a top 10 shootout when those chips arrived. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Here's another hey, one. Have, too. A look at, have a look at this one. Yeah. Evening uh, for another week, fellas. Pete from Cranbourne got to say just about become a believer in super utes as this year, uh, as of this year. Changes. changes have clearly worked. Hopefully more ranges in the field going forward. Shout out as well to Holly Esprit. Gee, she did a great job, Holly Esprit. She was solid in the top 10 of the utes all weekend and beat some people with a lot more experience in those cars. So, yeah. I, mate, I'm, I, I think people are getting on the ute train, Stevie J. Because yeah. mm. they were, when I was running the mongrel bloody things, they oh, were haters way from way back, including your father. Yeah. Said he could kick his hat around pit, it, pit, the pits quicker than those it, things it, could drive. Yeah. <laughs> it, let me give you the tip. He hasn't changed his tune. <laughs> well, I, and I know, because like, they look like big wobbling heaps of rubbish, but they're... We want to be entertained, Stevie J. Don't show me car races where they're just going around on rails. Yeah, true. I want to see locking up no, and just sliding. Them. Yeah, exactly. I want to see entertainment from, yep. the, from the Bucks, from the KO. Yep. One, one last one before we take a quick break. This one's from Dave in <laughs> Glenor <laughs> Grove. Uh, and he's been very generous here, Matty. Google it, mate. Because he said uh, it's between Ipswich and Toowoomba to save Matty Mac firing up the Google machine. I know machine. exactly where that is. <laughs> uh, but he says, first time listening live, a podcast listener from day one of the show. The cut down hour 20 is perfect for listening on the 40 minute to and from work. I think folks now has even more snore inducing. <laughs> I should have read this text. Um... <laughs> We're spearing the speed cafe. <laughs> <laughs> folks, we're only serious. We're just having a... <laughs> just mucking around, having a bit of fun. That's all. Uh, yeah. We'll take a quick break and we'll talk about the silly season because there's a bit of movement that's already been talked mm. about. In mm. just a moment, and I did like that someone's put Warrigal, Middle Earth Everywhere, in <laughs> reference to the Gippsland rally <laughs> that's going to be there. Yes. Well done. And Michael, I will take a chill pill. Sorry, brother. <laughs> I just get, I just, 
I just get fired up. I want I want my folks out there, my, the the fans who watch the sport. I want you to get value for your cash. Yeah. The old Sorry. the old hard earned in these tough times. But yeah. anyway, we'll take mm. a quick pause and be back and talk silly season in just a moment. <laughs> is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Now, Maddie, you said it just before um, before we took a break, but um, you were saying how our fans, like, you know, don't lie to the fans because they, because you're actually quite smart. And having a look at some of the uh, the messages that are coming through, especially this one, and if you check our Facebook page, like I often sort of say, like, we're very lucky that we've got, I, I honestly think we have the best fans of mm. motorsport on our mm-hmm. page and the people that message in, send texts, and of course jump on a Facebook uh, for us. But um, <laughs> this one, this one sort of jumped out to me because we'll go through some of these messages that we've got tonight. Uh, Norman Calgoli, g'day fellas. How do you how do you judge the Camaro? Would you rather be racing Commodores again? Uh, we'll touch on that in just a moment. Uh, Bad Graham says, if the engine is the problem, could you put a, could you put a Chev in the Mustang? Oh, that'd be a uh, Relatively, that'd be blasphemous. Oh, oh. I mean, it happens in TA too. Yeah. <laughs> my, my Mustang's got a Chev. Oh, well, I'm sorry, it's I'm going to let you ask Mark Rushbrook that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'd imagine that there'd be there would be something in the rule book in Uncle Neil's mm. rule book that would not allow that to happen. Mm. I'd have thought. In terms of with Norman Cal, would you be rather racing Commodores again? Remember when the um, when the ZB like there's. There's always been like a discrepancy. They never get it right in the off season, do they? No, There's always no. just yeah. no. And it's more Nimsy. It's more I think because of the processes and and uh, facilities that we don't have in Australia. I think if we had wind tunnels, Stevie J, and rolling roads, and this, that, and the other thing, I think w- we would have them um, better typically. But again, you also can't lose sight of the fact now that. Um, you know, when when two cars are very, very, di- like really different, you can actually have a big swing at it, Stevie J, and bring the parity much closer together a lot easier. Yep. The, 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 uh, the irony of what we've got at the moment is that the cars are so close that over a 20-lap distance, um, you know, when they're a tenth or two away, you add 20 times a tenth or two, and all of a sudden you've got two or three, four seconds away. Mm-hmm. Um um, so over one lap, they are seriously close. Um, the changes to that you have to make to do that are not going to be big swings, Stevie J. No, they're going to be lots of little things to get it right. But um, yeah, we and, but fundamentally we don't have the we don't have the equipment here in Australia to no. be able to do that. We no. need wind tunnels and correct and time like, and cash. Cash. Well, having said that, they've spent a fair bit of. Cash on the current car, mm. they could have actually gone and done all that. <laughs> actually gone and not time. actually and had it done properly and probably saved money. To be honest, there's no yeah. cash here. Here, there's no <laughs> cash. All right, cash. No, Robo. No, no cash. cash. I mean, they couldn't even get uh, Michael Caruso a uh, an actual proper uh, race suit at the ride day if you saw uh, the Team 18 mm. social. That's how yeah. little cash they've got. Indeed. Hey, Nimsy, can I just read this one out from Roth? Because it's a really interesting one. I haven't, I haven't. And uh, you know what? I'm going to agree with him here. So go really? ahead and read that one. Yep, read that. Okay. One. Um, evening, lads. So many people I know are experiencing experiencing issues with supercars streaming on Ko. Ko works great with all the other sports, but every supercars event there is constant freezing, pausing, and disconnection. Fix it. This just compounds the lack of interest this year in the series. Keep. 
saying how it is. Cheers, Roth. Now, that's interesting because I don't. I've, I've not had an issue with Mikao. The only time I have an issue with Mikao is sometimes when I'll go at the very start of me watching it, it'll say I'm having problems streaming. I go out, come straight back in again, and it and it goes. Now, I don't get any I don't get any like cuts or any freezes or anything like that. Hmm. Roth, but that's interesting, Roth. We're going to take that under advisement and maybe Nimsy during the week you can play some calls to senior management and go, hmm. "I'm Nims." from the driver's seat, and our people want to know. Roth, just uh, quickly, I'm going to assume, because so I I have the, um, thankfully for me, like my folks also have KO, so depending on, on the occasional Sunday Arvo when I'm having lunch at their place, I'll watch it through the Telstra TV, but I normally Chromecast my KO, and I found that right. when you Chromecast it, so you know how like you'll do it from your phone or from mm. your, your laptop, mm. that mm. does happen to me. I will get some buffering or it will pause but it's fine if I watch through like the little Telstra TV or through the Xbox or the dedicated app. So, it, how are the uh, older Nimses? Are they well? They're well. They're mum, well. Mum and Daddy Nims. Dad's very much enjoying. Uh, um, enjoyed the little bump and run between SVG because, as you know, what would he have said if if he, if, if if Daddy Nims was on the couch watching his favourite driver SVG and will go at it on. Saturday night. What would be the the typical rollout from from Daddy Nims? The, the, it would be something along the lines of those cork cars just don't bloody move or something like that. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's probably a direct quote from my old man. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I once actually. I think t- we need to get Daddy Nims on the show. I remember. I actually. I once. I can't remember what it was. I I, I once told Shane that, and he just looked so confused at me. <laughs> it was at a season launch, and he just looked at me like, like, what the hell is anyway? Who's this bloke? Um. So, yes, Roth, I th- it might be a Chromecast issue, but you're right. It is frustrating because it doesn't happen when I'm watching NRL. doesn't happen when I'm watching footy. doesn't even happen when I'm watching Formula One. So there's something that happens in that link between supercars and the Chromecast. But uh, Speaking about links and things dropping out, Nimsy, did mm. you see Paul Morris's little video yes. rant on uh, the event at Supercars, how great it was, how many great people there were there? But no one could get on their bloody phone. Oh, and, no one and, could do social media. No and one could Uncle upload. Neil did too. Neil, yes. Neil had a crack too on uh, on, on the, the coverage. coverage. Well, like, yeah. and, and I What's I agree with there? the dude and Neil because you know what the people, the fans, everyone, you know, people that are listening to this show that are going out to the racetrack, they're your biggest advertising board. Oh. They're they're the ones that take the photos, that hashtag people, that get the photos with their stars, and take photos of the cars and. That is probably the biggest out of anything that they can all do. So, I mean, you know, how do they not? They do it at football. They up, they obviously bring in um, boosters. mobile booster towers and things for those um, for those events, so that you don't have any dramas. They do it Bathurst as well. Why don't you do it in Western Sydney, where it was your hardest? It's your hardest market, believe it or not, and it was probably one of your best events there yeah. and best attended events in yeah. probably the last 10 years. Yeah. And now people are going away with a sour taste in their mouth, you know, because they couldn't upload their photos and their videos to for everyone to see. Not even Big that. Big loss from supercars. I know, I, I know a lot of people that, um, that love to actually have the live timing on their phone. Like they'll mm-hmm. go to yeah. Na- oh, everyone in pit lane does, yeah. or even watching Foxtel Go on their phone yeah. while they're at the track, so yeah. they can see what what's actually going on. Yeah. You know, would that be an ARDC thing, an Australian Racing Drivers Club thing, or would that be a supercar or a combination? It might have been a combination. I don't know. 
I still reckon that if if you're gonna you that's the sort of things that you check before you go mm. there. You'd be like you got any? You think any boosted, You know, <laughs> yeah. well, this is true. <laughs> yeah. But um, hey, look, we, we will actually talk tilly season in just a bit. We've got to clear ourselves a break, and we'll get to mm. your messages in just a moment because Mo from Warrigal, you've raised a very good point, and we'll touch on that in just a moment. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Thanks for all your correspondence tonight on the temper text. 0433 98 is the number. Keep your text messages coming in. And, of course, at Driver's Seat Show. On the Facebook. If you'd like to get in touch with us around the clock. But um, Zach has just texted in saying, can confirm that phone coverage was absolutely shocking at SMP. Thankfully, thankfully was working in the media centre, but Natsoft is blocked uh, by the on the Wi-Fi by ARDC. I'm not sure why either, because they want you to stare at them screens, Zachy boy. And so just so everybody understands also, um, Natsoft is a website where you can go and get live race timing mm-hmm. and results and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like the Bible. It's natsoft.com.au. It's, it's the Bible of all that sort of stuff. And the ARDC is the Australian Racing Drivers Club who own and manage... Uh, Sydney Motorsport Park and Nimsy in the break, uh, the great man, the high rider oh, yes. in the uh, in uh, the power the rankings, big ambassador, Mr. Mm, the big ambassador himself, Jack LeBrock, uh, <laughs> has confirmed to me that he is going bald not because of his big sponsorship, but just as he gradually makes his way through life, Stevie J, <laughs> perhaps some of the rug on top of the bonds doesn't want to come out to play anymore. So he's taken control of his own future and he's run the roller over the pitch. Maybe he's rolling the bick in another nether region. <laughs> oh, oh, dear, oh dear, oh dear. I didn't want to talk about that. Oh dear. Because you'll never go bald. I mean, look at you. You have one of the healthiest head of silver fox hair. Yeah. Oh, you and yep. your old man. Your old man doesn't go bald either. Nah, he's, you know, nah, he's actually pretty good. He's going good. I'm on the other. I'm more Jack LeBrock than I am Steve Johnson. Yes, you are. Except for colour. We're, we're about pretty well matched on the colour stakes, mm. you and I. The old, two, yep. the old yep. two silver foxes in here. That's it. Talking rubbish every Wednesday. The two silver, one and a half silver foxes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's very true. Because, and, well, Nimsy, you're not going silver. And also, just in the break there, Nimsy, I now know why you work in radio. I now know why you voice so many ads for SEN. <laughs> Your dad was the station master making the announcements at the Richmond station, at the, Richmond the station. Metro. Yep, that's right. Hey? Wild man. You were born into this. Wild man used to do that uh, between 07 and 2011. Yeah. There you go. So, wow. Daddy Nims yeah. on the mic. My, fa- my favorite part was one time he was running late to work. He used to get the train to work and he he said to his boss. Free transport. He, and he said to his boss, like, like sorry, I'm late. The trains were late. And his boss was like, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I announce it when it's which, late, which is quite amusing. But um, um, here's a here's a couple of uh, here's a couple of uh, texts that have come through uh, from Graham. Evening, gentlemen. Late tune in tonight as we were celebrating my son Brendan's 16th birthday. Happy birthday, Brendo. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'm even time aligned after a soiled, uh, stalled start again. <laughs> no, we we we've ironed out those kinks. Um, yes. For yes. now, for now. Solid start again, is it? Solid. I think it's meant to be solid. Solid start. There we go. Yeah. Um, firstly, big shout out to Richard uh, Mork and the guys who mm. on Friday let my, both my boys sit in his superior and let my son Brendan start it up. But in and reference... I reckon that was meant to be super huge. Ah, mm. there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
In reference to the mobile data issue at SMSP, that whole area of Eastern Creek and Huntingwood is problems on a daily basis, wow. let alone when you add thousands of fans. During summer at either the drags or speedway, we have problems. So there you go. There, there you go. go. And good on you, Richard Mork. Unfortunately, so Richard Mork's, uh, you would have known if you're a Supercars fan, um, Richard Mork uh, in the old V8 fans I want to say VR Commodore, VS Commodore, something like that, Stevie J. Uh, he's about 132 years old and to his credit, still racing around in the Super U. Had some engine damage on Friday, mm. so went home. But um, if you ever see Richard Mork, make sure you go up and ask him about him putting skating. Did he go home? Because oh, I saw him there still. But well, he... they said he'd gone home on the coverage. But anyway, oh, okay. um, yeah, make sure so you go and ask at all. him. Uh, no. no. Oh, maybe race one. Maybe race one. But if yes, if you've got a spare three hours, um, ask him to tell you the story about when Richard Mork put uh, Mark Scaife in the wall. Richard will love to tell you that. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to his car. <laughs> just here. Tell you Obviously. what, I'm just about over this shit. <laughs> well, it's, you, you'll get Gee, to from, that. From GL. Maybe his son Brendan, when he started up on Friday, oh, yeah. did he? Did he give it a bit of bootful GL? Maybe he gave cold start. Maybe he gave it the old rental car warm up, <laughs> <laughs> the old flat stick when you fire it up when it's stone cold, and then jam it into gear. Yeah, <laughs> now, we wouldn't have. We would never best have way done to get that. temp into the engine and transmission all in one go. <laughs> <laughs> All in like a three-second space. <laughs> Graham actually uh, reminded me. Speaking of the drags, uh, now the mm. National Drag Racing Championship has 11 rounds across 2023. The inaugural mm-hmm. National Drag Racing Championship announced its event schedule with the Group 1 Championship. That'll be kicking off in October at the Bend. Now, Ooh. what the what the NDRC is, it unifies all the competitions. Because you know how you had like Burson Top Fuel Championship and then all mm-hmm. these other ones? Bandra, well, Bandra, wherever they all the others were. Yeah, they've all banded mm. together, and now we've oh, got good. ourselves one big single national calendar. We'll give you updates throughout the year about what's going to be happening. But in United they drag, mm. and the, and the best part too, the championship also recognises and celebrates all the previous championships, trophies, and records. Oh, that's good. Uh, Nathan Prendergast is involved in the uh, mm. wow. In the if Prendergast um, is involved, you can it'll be a success. Mm. I think uh, Wado, Wade Orange is involved in that yeah, too. Yeah. So that's one of the great things. If you can unify drag racing, you're in a, you're off to a winner. Yeah. So you can unify anything. Very true, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Especially John. in motorsport. Hey, yeah. very deep, Steve J. You should be in United Nations. <laughs> if, if you can unify, you but, can do anything. Come but, over um, here. I'll I'll read your palm. <laughs> but yes, we will. Um, we'll keep you updated okay. what's happening in the National Drag Racing Championship, and you can head to mm. nationaldragracing.com.au to find out more. Entries and tickets are on sale now. We'll take a quick break because we've got a stack load of messages to get through and very little time to do it with. So we'll take a pause. And back with more of the driver's seat after this. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. So many messages coming through and we <laughs> applaud them all. What are you? Can I, which, I also just say, which one are you the audience around Australia was about to hear some sordid story from Steve Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I heard once he said, and then you went 10 seconds and we stopped it. Pete, you shouldn't do that. All this stuff on Stevie Johnson. He started this thing and yeah. people were just doing it everywhere. I would love to have heard that story, but because you rolled in with the 10 seconds, we, we the Australian nation, missed now, out on know? a great yeah, story. Yeah. Now yeah. Yeah. he's got a memory like a goldfish. Now I'm going to miss it. <laughs> Damn it.
Um, we let's get to some messages here on yes. the temper text uh, because good evening, guys. If you're a journalist, why would you put a live microphone in front of Barry Ryan when you know fair chance you're going to get a foul mouth tirade? Why not just leave him to fester in the corner? The only saving grace is Erebus aren't running Mustangs. He'd be whinging all day, every day. That's from Steve and Morty Alec. On you, Steve. Maybe we need Barry in our corner to help the whinging because, well, yeah, it's as I said. My I, honest opinion is have some. Balls and do it yourself. <laughs> jeez, jeez, Baz. Uh, as I said, for mine, it was really one of the few highlights of the racing weekend. Mm. So, mm. Um, Kimbo and Bayswater here. Uh, hi, hey, guys. Kimbo. I feel the same as Matt regarding frustrating with supercars. I chose to watch F1 live on Saturday night and catch up later with supercars, and I'm glad I did. How good Ooh. did Oscar go on Saturday sprint? Not about it. Really good. Mm. Yeah, no, he did really, really. The kid done good, that one. Um, uh, but that's telling. I mean, that that's because uh, typically Formula One is pretty average. Good to have two Aussies in there at the moment, and and with a little bit of rain, as we always say, Steve, mm. for a bit of excitement, add a little bit of rain. Um, for for someone not to watch supercars and actually go to Formula One, that's pretty. I'd be worried about that one. But yep. anyway, thank you, Kimbo. As always. Uh, another one too. Uh, hey, gents. A rare moment of being able to listen live. I find it really hard to understand why Reynolds would move from what I feel is an up-and-coming team like Grove. I would love to see Stanaway in SVG seat. And is Coulthard just there due to sponsor cash? A few surprises. That's from Mo in Warrigal. Oh, Mo. Hmm. I mean, look, I, Stevie J, I don't know whether you agree with me, but the reality is... Dave Reynolds is 38. If he's being offered a long deal at Team 18, does he take the Penrite money? Or does that – because he took it from mm. – took it from Erebus. Tickford to er, – uh, to Because um, he was Bob Sorry, for, he, 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 sorry took it. he took it from Erebus to to the Groves. Mm. Does he take it to Team 18? Because they're looking for – they're looking for – I reckon. I reckon he. I reckon he's fairly well entrenched there. Yeah. The, so Penrod, two kids, thirty-eight, probably getting once married. a long-term deal. Grows. We're not going to give him a long-term deal. That's why, mate. So he's got a three-year deal, or yeah. I believe three plus. Yeah. So okay, there you go. Um, yeah. What do you reckon, Stanaway in the SVG seat for next year? No, nah, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Nah. You heard it here first, folks. Not going to happen. Jamie Winker. Not here. Not. It's not the uh, the model that. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, Red Bull and Paul Racing Typically are. runner. Win Cup back in or not? No, that won't happen either. So, Junior Burger, rookie. Well, yeah. As we said last week, maybe Deck. Yeah. Declan Fraser or you someone like that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Um, and uh, the Coulthard thing, gee, it's getting some momentum. Coulthard at WAU to replace Nick Perkat. Is For that one year? Is that due to sponsor dollars? For oh, Hang on. Stop there. What was that? For one year. One year, do you reckon? You reckon yeah. Stevie you Johnson reckon might have dropped maybe? this somewhere? Uh, well, Stevie J, the yeah. newsbreaker, he's an entrepreneur. Super, yeah, super intelligent, <laughs> though, too. <laughs> Stevie, are you giving us a scoop? No, I reckon it's it just could just be, be a one-year deal. I reckon it's a filler year for someone. Yeah, maybe um, for Cam, maybe mm, maybe for Cam Waters, who we or, think is now going to be seated at Tickford for next year, definitely. Cam or yeah. um, Ryan Wood. Yeah, for yeah for Ryan Wood, like a filler filler year to give Ryan Wood another, another twelve whole, months. So, in the so basically, Super a Holdsworth deal, pretty much. Okay, well, hey, there's history; it can be done now. We've seen it. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. Okay, and okay, I've heard Chazzy Mozzie's done a deal with WAU for five. For five. That's what I heard. Yeah. 
and I heard the first year starts at over 800 and it goes up from there. Good boy. Good lad. Well, that's what I heard. Well, I, love it. I love it. You have just rolled out some clangers. Mostert confirms for five years starting on high <laughs> salaries mm-hmm. and you reckon Fabian Coulthard – in for a seat warmer, and he'll know that. He'll know that he's not going in there for more than he goes into WAU next year. What about Nick Perkett? See you, mate. Run his uh, go kart team. team. Yep, okay. And enduro driver. Brushing his girlfriend's teeth. Oh. <laughs> now seems like oh. a. Now, dear, oh dear. <laughs> seems like a good enough Righto. time to take a quick break. <laughs> but um... <laughs> And Reynolds to Team 18 on a three year. Reynolds to Team 18 on a three-year. That's what I reckon. Yep. Okay. Wow. Yep. Mate, put those on the board, Nimsy, because I reckon I reckon I can be a so third So I reckon Perkett's out doing his cart thing. I don't think that he's got a gig from what I can see. Could be wrong, but. I think we can be third-person congratulators here, mm. and I reckon in a little while we'll be able to say, as you heard here first, on the driver's seat. Because um, no one else has broken that. I believe that Chazzy Mozzie had a very, very appealing deal to go overseas GT3 racing with BMW, and that's why. So with Thomas now, because there is some talk, and we've just had a text message about it, uh, are we likely to see perhaps, and this is from Zach from Canberra, uh, Fraser is likely to stay at Tickford, Deck Fraser, Randall and Courtney on the way out, so not sure if Fraser is coming back home to Triple Eight next year. And does that mean Randall might be a walk up at Grove? Could be with uh, Castro. Ooh, with but the problem Castrol. with but the problem with Grove is because you've got um, Matty Payne there. You, yes. you you really need a leader. A leader there. That's the problem. I just couldn't I, do as it. much as I don't think Tommy's a. He's not there yet. yet. He's not there yet. Not there yet. Mm. You know, he's still too young for that. I mean, not that you need a tander or you need a, you know, tander. No, but but well, even tander like, is there. Tander could do it. But he even could do like it for a, a year. But even kind of like to. the relationship that JLB has with Cameron Hill. <laughs> like at least you've got an old head and a young head. There you go. Look at this. Old mm. Stevie Scoop is on it tonight. <laughs> Tell us that story. He is. That's the text yeah. we're getting. Yeah. I reckon yeah, we're going to look back tonight. I reckon we're going to look back on that. What episode is this for the year, Nimsy? Uh, 23. I reckon we're going to look back and we'll go, remember on episode 23 when Stevie Scoop oh, rolled out the biggest stories? Michael Jordan. <laughs> look at me go. Shane 23 Warren. Red Racing. One of the greats. Lance Franklin. Lance Franklin. <laughs> oh, Buddy's pulled up stumps, hasn't he? Yeah, he Buddy's. He's pulled a heartstring oh. and he's done. Yeah. Now, well, yeah, Is right. that a bombshell or was that a... Was that, Buddy? Was that planned? Oh, I think he was due to retire, but I don't think it was going to be. It's effective immediately from what I understand, Nimsy. Yeah. Have they made the finals, Nimsy? No. Uh, TV, I'll, I'll confirm that. Just a second. <laughs> no, they're on, the, they're on the verge. They're just outside yeah. the eight. It's and the, so they're on like the pull-up stumps as of now? Or now is he's he done. So he's done. He's effective not playing any more games. No, effective immediately, yep. apparently. Wow. He's yeah. done because he's, uh, yeah. he's the wheels have just. Uh, Might do that in TCM. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what I think? He's moving up here. He's coming to the Gold Coast. I bet you one time, I bet you in any time in the next 12 months, we might roll in here. And normally we've got Woogie, the 15th producer, and Scotty Sattler and Matt Rogers. I reckon we'll roll in here one day. Or Cam Smith. We'll roll in here one day. And there might be be a seven-foot giant in here. (laughs) In Buddy Franklin. Oh, we've run out of music. Jeez, we went over there. Sorry, bro. Sorry, mate. (laughs) Him, All right, we'll take Dog a <laughs> we'll take a quick break and back with more after this. 
This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Thanks for joining us here on The Driver's Seat. A bit of a pit stop one, this one, but... um, on the temper text, 0433981116, this one is from Tom in Hobart. Without trying to be super negative, is this supercar hmm. season the least memorable ever? What positives have happened this year that we'll look back on and say, how cool was that? What a great question. I it mean, we've got the Enduros still to go, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm pinning my hopes on something special at the Enduros just quietly. I mean, could you imagine if we have... We go to Taylor Men, we have the same result as we've just had. We go to, sit, we go to um, uh, Sandown... Side note, bef- Matty, yeah. before we go to Tail and Ben, don't make any. I'm gonna just don't make any more bets because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Although, I'm... although my co-driver this evening did share one of his Big Macs, so that was pretty good. <laughs> but but could you imagine? And we go to Bathurst, and all of a sudden, Mustang comes out of the woodwork somehow, and just and gets a win, one win for the year. I mean that that'd be kind of be a positive, maybe how, Stevie J. But how would a must two wins for the year? How would the Mustang go though over like a, a thousand k's if the tyres don't last? Well, it doesn't do real good over 100, 100 Ks at the moment. So I don't know. I don't know. That's a question for the great man. 17-year career, multiple Bathurst podium finisher, and 47-time TCM champion, Steve Johnson. <laughs> 47 times. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Will it be able to do anything at Bathurst? Uh, oh, it's going to be a struggle. Yeah. Well, Bathurst is looking at the the deficit uh, in the in the motor department. Right. Um, it looked even worse at Sydney Motorsport Park than it looked up in uh, Townsville, yeah. even with that new throttle body. So, um, yeah, it seems like every band aid they put on seems to either drag it back just that little bit mm. more. If you watch the and coverage, it's going to be even worse. Don't forget, yeah, it's longer straights, longer straights, yeah. dragging more uphill. Yeah. It's it's more torque related, more low revs related. It's it's going to be worse. If you watched very closely, and I'm cognizant of the playoff music here, Nimsy, mm. there was a there was an interview in Neil was doing his walk around. And there was um, Burgess and uh, um, uh, there was Burgess. No, no, no. Um, Burgess, Chazzy, Chazzy's engineer, and the engine guru from Supercars. And even oh, Neil Craig said, Hasted. "Craig Hastead, thank you for the reminder." Even Neil said, "So, boys, what do we got? What are we going to come up with?" Like, actually said to them, "Where are we at?" <laughs> and what they say? They all just looked at each other and went, "Ah." Oh. Um, oh, well, it's a long process and we're trying very hard and all the usual rollout supercar stuff. But even Neil put the blowtorch on them all together in a corner mm. and they couldn't come up with an answer. And Chaz Which, was there. Chaz was there. And Chaz was really diplomatic and tried really hard. But Burgess and, and um, Haystead? Uh, Haystead simply just couldn't come up with an answer. Didn't say no, anything? No, they're trying. Well, we're going to take a quick break because we'll wrap it all up in just a moment here on the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. It has very much been tonight a bit of this. A break, and when we come back, another break. Uh, But we have just had that much to get through. And a big thank you to everyone that has jumped on board because, boy, the the response that we've had tonight after, as you said, Matty, a fairly mediocre round Uh, has been insane, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been really, really good. Love you for it. Thanks very much. Formula One, um, Max Verstappen, yes, he probably should start from pit lane from here on in. But, um, uh, yeah, 
Yep. Good on you, Oscar. Oscar was good. Sprint. Oscar was super. Yep. Yeah. And they're on summer break now, so we'll get to watch Carlos. Some jet skis. Carlos and took Como. him out. Yeah. Yep. We have, good. we have run out no, of time. Did Carlos take him out? Yeah. Do you reckon? Should have just opened the wheel a little bit. Carlos moved from the far know. left to the far right. right I, I believe that the in-car probably right sounded through. a bit like this. Tell you what, I'm just about over this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> same time next week. <laughs>